0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Hello. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The market has little to no conscience. The market is not going to look at civil unrest, typically. I could be wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. You get the idea. Um, A lot going on right now. We were in the middle of the COVID health crisis, which turned into the COVID economic shutdown, which turned into let's see how quickly we can open this without causing mass panic, which turned into Black Lives Matter and protests. Do you want to hear sad? Gun sales go up big time when there's civil unrest, when there's mass shootings, when things that may be good to have guns around, they go up. <laughs> Massive spike in gun and ammunition sales as FBI background checks break May record. Third highest level of checks ever. Strangely, that's good news for people who make guns. Now, again, I question the social value of me telling you this. I don't question the the, that's how Wall Street works angle. The FBI recorded 15 million background checks in the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. Now, you can do the math, right? That means 15 million guns at least. Um, Yes, yes. We already, this year, closing in on breaking last year's record. I'm not a gun advocate. I'm not a gun, gun advocate. It's not my thing. Um, I don't talk pro or con guns. It's it kind of is what it is. But protests rarely rattle markets. And these are big ones. The U.S. has experienced painful civil unrest. Um, We can't seem to separate saying things like, yes, it's bad that police hurt a black life. But it's even worse that black people are hurting property. And it's not. (laughs) Nothing's worse than losing your life. Property can be replaced. Um, We are in a mess right now. But Wall Street rarely cares. We had the Memorial Day death of George Floyd. We had the recent death of Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia and Breonna Taylor in Kentucky. Stock market hasn't reacted to any of these events. It doesn't surprise me that it's not reacting right now. So big tech names like Apple, Microsoft have performed better than average, pushing the Nasdaq up almost 7% so far in 2020. I know you're saying, didn't we have that big correction? And are you telling me halfway through the year, not even halfway, but almost halfway we're up 7% in the Nasdaq? Yeah. Wall Street rarely gets rattled when we have precedents. That's why 9-11 was so important. We had never had such a massive attack on foreign land, unless you were to count Pearl Harbor. Um, It was pretty surreal. There was painful periods following the death of President John F. Kennedy's assassination, the 1965 civil riots in Selma, Alabama, 1967 Vietnam War protest in Washington, D.C. I was talking to a neighbor yesterday who's 80 plus and he's like, I've never seen anything like what we're currently in with COVID and a combination of Black Lives Matter. Um, the 1992 LA riots, which broke out in the aftermath of the acquittal of several police officers, uh, put on trial for the beating of Rodney King. The market doesn't react Um, because we've seen this before. And it's the demon known versus the demon unknown. COVID-19 scared the market because we'd never seen a self-inflicted government, not even a self-inflicted government, a self-inflicted shutdown. Nationwide protests have effectively canceled all shelter-at-home restrictions. So, there is going to be one new risk that we're going to be looking at healthcare-wise is growing infection rates. Should investors consider um, changing their strategies right now on Wall Street? Probably not. But I think all rules are kind of off the table with COVID. Airline stocks still have far to go. Should you pick one up now? When you take a look at the NASDAQ up 7% compared to the pre-COVID, And you start just uh, putting it all together. You're like, well, obviously the big tech companies came back, but how about Southwest? Are they all the way back? No. Southwest's biggest markets are in areas that have already started to open up, too. Florida, Texas, Georgia. That's 80% of their customers' uh, leisure travelers are right there. So, in theory, they're in the right place at the right time with still a depressed stock. You can go after like a Delta if you wanted, uh, not me. I wouldn't fly Delta, and if I won't fly Delta, I won't invest in Delta. Um, I know this sounds like a goofy little thing, but when it comes time to renting movies with my family, I get an Apple TV and get it from Apple TV because I own shares of Apple. Um, I also own shares of Google, so I could go through Google, but it doesn't feel quite the same. I don't know if that makes any sense. Spirit Airlines, they're the value flyer out there. They've already done stripped-down flights before. Um, so they're kind of used to operating a little bit on the thin side. So, gun sales are higher. That's what I started the segment with. And I should kind of finish the thought. You've seen the stocks already start to, to spike. A company called Sturm Ruger. <clears throat> um, high demand is likely to continue into June with the outbreak of civil unrest very late in May. There's still some unfilled demand from COVID, recent buying due to civil unrest and continued and perhaps heightened buying due to the upcoming election, where it happens every four years. Gun sales start to go up. You start seeing the ads. And again, it feels like I'm playing politics. I'm not. But you see the ads of Democrats want to take your guns away. You better vote for me, Rob Black. I'm strong on everyone gets a gun and a chicken on Sundays. Gun sales go up every four years as we start pondering, you know, um, will enough Democrats get in to break up the NRA? Is that the right way of saying that without pissing people off? I believe you have the right to bear arms. I hope it doesn't have to be an automatic weapon. I hope it doesn't have to be a bazooka. Um, But I hear it. I hear both sides. Consumer demand for firearms is likely to continue through the election is the bottom line. I know you're saying this is kind of a gloomy start to the show today. Trust me, I know it feels like it. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty H calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Stocks open mixed today, amidst relative strength in cyclical.s There's optimism about an economic recovery. Dick's Sporting Goods beat revenue expectations. It's like, how is that possible? It's a big store that people have to go in. Western Union up 12%. They made an offer to acquire MoneyGram. Are those two companies still in business? We have Venmo, we have PayPal. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW, and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or kdow.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Jim Cramer said today on CNBC, Wall Street's relationship with George Floyd's, pro- George Floyd's protest. Wall Street has no conscience. I'm not the biggest Mad Money fan. I think it lured a lot of people into thinking investing was a game. I think a lot of people get hurt that way. You already have this image that it's a roller coaster Then you turn it into a game, Then you turn it into he's smarter than me. I don't like it. <clears throat> but he's right. The market has no conscience. Investors are simply trying to make money and get to retirement or trying to make money and buy a boat. There's no conscience there. They're crowding into the stay at home economy stocks because those are the ones that are working. Do they want to? No, but that's what's going to work. There's a famous line that there's always a bull market somewhere. And even during crisis, there's a bull market. Like I said, Gun sales are going through the roof right now. One of the companies that I found pretty interesting in the last couple years was a company called Stitch Fix. They're an online retailer, styling service. They plan to lay off 1,400 stylists based in California between now and the end of September. And they're going to rehire their company, essentially, in cheaper states. Dallas, uh, Minneapolis, Austin, Texas between the summer of 2020 and into next year. So they're going to reduce their overall headcount of 8,000 by about 18%. Now, here we are in the middle of a pandemic, or maybe we're coming out of it. I don't want to use semantics here. I just want to say, here we are, pandemic. <clears throat> here we are, uh, high unemployment. Here we are, high unemployment. Did I say that? I did. I did. So the high unemployment is, I think, one of the catalysts for Stitch Fix to say, hey, we know there's a lot of people out of jobs in the United States. And now we can go get some of the best of the best in Austin, Texas, or in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Companies will be hiring stylists outside of California starting this summer and continuing into 2021. They have stylists who are working for the company who could move. And that's kind of the beginning and the end of home prices in the Bay Area. I know you're saying Stitch Fix and 2,100 jobs is going to cause the real estate market to crash. Now, I think Twitter um, saying no one ever has to work here again. You can work from home. Facebook going until 2021, work at home, essentially. Um, Amazon doing as best it can, even though they're a very labor-intensive work. Microsoft, stay at home until 2021. I'm seeing a trend there. Schools haven't figured it out. Um, I see some families re- relocating due to jobs. I see some families relocating due to education. And in this case, California does have a brutal environment of it, – it's labor-friendly, although it is a right-to-fire state, but the health care – Um, the layoffs, the rents, the cost of owning a home, very, very high. So I think that's a company that's not using the current situation as an excuse. I think they had to downsize regardless. And I think they're very opportunistic to say, Hey, this is the time where we can smooth out some of our costs and help some of our potential employees. So that's out there. I know you're saying all good news today. I'm not predicting the death of real estate, but we do need the next venture capital round to start working soon because the Uber and Lyft created a lot of stupid money, stupid money being venture capital money where you work for the company. Yes. You work 60 hours a week. Yes. You ruin your marriage. Yes. You cheat on your wife. Yes. Everything horrible, horrible possibly happens. And then the company IPOs, and you get a big chunk of change, and you buy a bigger house. There's no stupid money being created right now. And venture capital has tightened, which again, um, last year was, 2019 was an example where we saw WeWork, where they were a venture company, a developing company, an emerging company, but they needed a lot of cash because they wanted to buy a lot of leases and then sublease them. And then people suddenly don't have to go to work anymore. It's like, whoa, wrong place, wrong time on that one. Um, oh, boy. So Joe Biden's addressing crowds right now about the George Floyd protests. Politics merging with Black Lives Matter, merging with... um. It's it's just going to be volatile. It should be volatile. But watch, it won't be volatile, right? Stocks have opened okay. Um, There's continued optimism about economic recovery. Financials have some value. Energy have some value. Materials have some value. Um, So maybe there's a little bit more focus on value today. S&P 500's up 10. The Dow's up 170. The Nasdaq up 18. In the last couple weeks, if you had gone to bed watching the news, you'd be like, I bet the world opens up messed up tomorrow (laughs) because of all these protests. It's not happening. Um, Companies like Nike, when protesters break into their stores and steal their goods, it's almost like a commercial. You see the name all over the screen. You see people grabbing shoes. You see people running in different directions. You see the tear gas coming. And then for Nike, they come out and come out with a politically, socially acceptable <laughs> message like, we're not mad. We understand. Don't sit back and be silent. Don't think you can't be part of the change. Let's all be part of the change. So Nike is front and center in the protest and front and center in, in supporting the protesters. Um, Nike is clearly opposed to bigotry in their marketing messages. They are opposed to hatred and inequality, and yet they're almost – they and Apple seem to be the poster child. Although I did love the story yesterday of a protester smashing in a Cheesecake Factory window, going in, grabbing a cheesecake, two glasses of wine, and a bottle of wine, um, and just going, I guess, to have dinner. Doesn't exactly seem like a protester, but I get it. So Nike's coming out of this, I think, relatively positive. Is that possible? Gold prices are headed for new highs amidst the unrest. I talked about um, pistol companies. There's two of them. I don't really like talking about them because I wouldn't typically buy them. If you're a trader, though, or a short-term profit guy, you pay attention at times like this. Because the stock can move inefficiently. Gold price is probably going to be an area that's stronger for the rest of the year. In large part, it is my belief that we have not become comfortable yet with the unemployment numbers that we're going to see. I think they're shocking, and I think they'll be slow to come back. Not not slowest ever. No, 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 no. <clears throat> but I think it's going to be slow. So I think something that's going to shine probably for the next couple weeks, as long as there's protests, as long as there's economic uncertainty, as long as there's presidential uncertainty, three things that should be lining up for gold to move a little bit higher. Or maybe not to get swacked. What do I call swacked? That's when someone hits the seven iron. They swing through and they accidentally hit you in the head. You just got swacked by a golf club. The market can and does get schwacked on occasion. So... That triple whammy right now of jobless numbers, not economic strength, presidential issues, and unrest, very, very upsetting. Gold should move higher or hold its value. I'm Rob Black. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, seven to nine on AM 1220 KDOW. We live in very heavy times. I'm doing my very best not to expose the young ones to COVID or protests um, because I want their childhood to be their childhood. There's later in life where you can get caught up in protests. There's later in life where you can get caught up in the anger. There's later in life where you can get caught up in grandfathers dying. I get it. I'm just trying to protect some small minds right now. But this weighs on you. Um, It weighs on the adults, too. We are now looking half a planet away at Asia. And there's a ton of news about the chaos on the streets of the world's preeminent military power. China. It's hard not to see parallels between the United States unrest right now and the year-long protests happening closer um, to China and Beijing and Hong Kong, where you have pro-democracy activists fear an erosion on their freedoms under Chinese rule. Hong Kong protests started late last year. People have taken great pains to guard their identities from quickly advancing facial recognition technology. That's something we don't stop and think about. During COVID-19, we hear things like Amazon.com is coming up with a machine to scan employees to see if they have a fever. It's going to be using thermal imaging. It's not terribly accurate, but it's a step in the right direction. But it's more surveillance cameras. And surveillance cameras are just one step away from you know figuring out who you are on the streets during a government fight. Um, You don't want to mess with the Chinese government. Apparently, you don't want to mess with the U.S. government right now, as helicopters were used in Washington, D.C. to disperse. Military helicopters were used to disperse crowds. Um, Hong Kong has voided the ban, but it still stands for unauthorized gatherings, despite the spread of coronavirus. A lot of similarities right now. Um, I'm not going to say it's a world on fire. I'm not. I think there's always going to be something going on like this, but it seems like two parts of the world are protesting pretty heavily right now. And in odd ways, there's strange links to the government where the Republicans want to use a show of force or the Republican president wants to use a show of force. Tear gas, helicopters, Um, China, well, you know, they step in and they do the same exact thing. Facebook, and this is embarrassing and I hope my friend isn't listening, but I was going through my Facebook page yesterday, had some extra time and yeah, I kind of like cyber stalk some friends and their ugly children. I don't do a lot of posting or anything like that on my cron 4 one, I do. Um, I keep updates of the videos and I keep updates of the show there. So you can always find that. But I was going through my Facebook page and one of my friends who works at Facebook was very torn. Yesterday you heard me talk about one of my friends saying, you know, how do I back up everything on Facebook? I want off because that Mark Zuckerberg jerk face is doing exactly what President Trump wants him to, publishing things that could be wrong, misleading or lead to his reelection. She clearly doesn't like Trump, right? So she's pulling her account. And my friend works at the company. It's ten miles from my home. Beautiful sets of campuses. They've taken over Sun Microsystems' old campus. A couple of years ago, during the show, we do stories like, "It's kind of weird that Mark Zuckerberg's building a town of housing right next to his office." It's because the millennials don't really want to drive in traffic, and you're like, "But it's a town." He's a he's a Facebook company. He's not a a landlord and a grocery market guy. But that's what his employees want. Now, the employees are angry at him. Not all of them, of course. But they're criticizing their own company. And my friend's 50-plus years old. And he has to be careful because he doesn't have enough to retire. Um, And he does have two very young children. But he tried to awkwardly tackle the company that he works for and saying, you know, I think Mark has learned from mistakes in the past, and he's quick to ramp up and fix them, and truly they want to hear what the problem is, even when they're tone deaf and miss it the first time around. I think he was probably talking about Sheryl Sandberg and Mark Zuckerberg. And my friend, on the other hand, has just had enough. She feels privacy has been invaded. She feels uh, it's unacceptable to publish lies online. So she's pissed. He's trying to keep a job but he's also trying to show that he has a conscience my advice is shut up if you want to work for the man that's uh a lot of people are hating right now great but we come across as not great thinkers when we get into areas that we're not great thinking about if you ask my opinion on horse races or football teams i i suck i suck bad i could like say okay go with historical winners because they clearly know success or failure starts at top Um, but then the knowledge base gets leaked out badly. I'm good at money. I'm good at retirement issues. That's all I'm good at. So when I come on and I say things like wall street has no conscious, I, I, I'm trying to teach you a quick lesson that you may have a conscious and it's lovely, but don't get caught up in trying to be right. And that goes on to a level of wall street. That's even just almost darker. Don't try to be right. Play the game. Um, Stitch Fix is delivering packages of clothes to you that look good on you. You fill out a survey, you're like, hey, I got turkey arms, I got turkey neck. They'll send you a lot of things to cover that up. But they're moving a lot of their employees to cheaper cost of living. That's capitalism. That's Wall Street. That's beautiful, Um, in my opinion. I don't know if California... Uh, The San Francisco Bay Area and L.A. were really meant to have school-aged children live there. The high-paying jobs are awesome, but you don't have high-paying jobs for teachers. You don't have high-paying jobs for police officers. You don't have high-paying jobs for services people. I played soccer for 15 years of my childhood, up until I was 19, into college. And I have some gangly, nasty toes, like... Just gross. The worst-looking feet you've ever seen. So, yes, I like to get a foot massage on occasion because all the bones are corrupted. And and I'm like, I feel bad for the people that gave foot massages. Uh, But in the Bay Area, it's even tougher because, like, no stimulus checks can cover that. So, Western Union in the news, they made an uh, attempt to acquire MoneyGram. MoneyGram's up 30%. It's a three dollar stock, so you do the math, right? Western Union is up twelve percent. I've known Western Union and MoneyGram my whole life. There was commercials about them when we were children. When you absolutely positively have to get money, Western Union is there, and it's typically like a husband and wife who are twenty two years old in a country, and they'll show like the government shutting down and they have no money and. Yeah, but seriously, like, is that the death of, did Amazon kill them? Did Venmo? Did PayPal? Amazon has a feature that has gained in popularity is pay with your Amazon account. Um, And with wireless touch and everything being what it is, I could see a Western Union Instagram going, you know what? Uh, We're out. Oh, did I say Instagram? That's funny. That's a major faux pas. MoneyGram. MoneyGram. MoneyGram and Western Union, not Instagram. little different company. It's like the time I tried to buy Cisco. I told my broker, I need 100 shares of Cisco. And he went out and bought the, the food services company, S-Y-S-C-O. And we got a good laugh out of it because it wasn't clear that it was Cisco with a C, C-I-S-C-O. And he bought Cisco, the food, and food service companies. is awesome. They're a play on cafeterias. They're a play on food cafeterias, school cafeterias, restaurant delivery food kind of thing. Okay, so they're not the best play right now. So that's one of those companies I would be interested in if I think people are going to go back to restaurants, which I do. But I don't know if restaurants are going to ever be what we want them to be. Um, I know we're doing the social distancing of tables there. Um. But does that hold? I don't know. So, But Cisco will continue to deliver food. But anyway, so I wanted to buy Cisco with a C. It's a good thing that he didn't go out and buy me Cisco, the soul singer, the R&B singer who did the thong song. Because there's three different Cisco's. Just throwing that out there. Sometimes it, it pays to uh, do a little bit more research. Um. Twitter, news that you probably won't hear. They suspended hundreds of accounts that had the hashtag DC blackout, which refers to a fictional claim that authorities there blocked communications to hinder protests. company obscured a message from Republican Representative Matt Goetz for glorifying violence. These are just ugly times. You know, I told you pistol sales or background checks are way up and pistol sales are going up for a company like Sturm Ruger. Uh, Pepper spray on Amazon is going way up. I'm not a fan of pepper spray. (laughs) To me, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, to quote Sean Connery from The Untouchables. But that's just the way I was raised. Um, Companies including Google, Sony, and Airbnb have delayed virtual events due to protests in the United States. Um. We were supposed to see the new Sony PlayStation 4 or 5 on June 4th. That event has been canceled. Um, Electronic Arts has said, we stand with our African-American black community of friends, colleagues, and partners. We'll find another time to talk uh, Madden football and PlayStation 5 with you. Madden football is going to be one of the original titles. Um, You get the idea. Virtual events are now being canceled because of physical world Events. Huh. Didn't think I'd ever say that out loud. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Should I say something cheesy like congratulation graduates of 2020? A year of an optometrist' dream of clarity is filled with a year of no clarity on Wall Street, and yet Wall Street continues to move higher. Wow. As I look at the markets, we're almost an hour into the show. The show starts 30 minutes, typically after the market opens. We've gotten stronger. Conventional wisdom in my head, watching the news last night, Watching the president say he's a law and order president. And I was like, uh oh. Civil unrest doesn't really like law and order. They don't, it's kind of like oil and water together. I was like, this is going to be bad. Markets don't react that way, markets are higher. Um, Not all stocks, not all markets for sure. But the SP 500, the Dow, and the NASDAQ all opened in the green. Now, the NASDAQ is um, struggling a bit. Whereas the Dow and the S&P 500 are moving higher. Maybe a little uh, sector rotation going on, which is fine. Gold moves higher on political unrest. Sales of guns move higher on political unrest. Um, Markets are volatile. Commercial real estate is something that we've been talking a lot about behind the scenes. Chad and I are trying to figure out. Like some areas to invest and in or not invest in. And this is not investing advice, because you always need to consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on the show. But there's a lot of questions of what do schools look like. Do we need more office space or less office space? Um, and conventional wisdom may not be what you think of, hey, people are working from home, therefore we need less. The coronavirus pandemic has forced offices and retailers to shift operations online. That should certainly equal invest in bandwidth companies, switchers, routers, modems, um, Bluetooth, 5G, 6G, anything we could throw at like things that allow us to communicate faster. Broad-brush sentiment. Um, thinking about commercial real estate right now is, you know, Sheltering in place, we've seen the idea that demand for apartments and condos have remained stable. People still want a place to live, but more people want multifamily homes. We are upping our game and wanting more space. So on the home front, we want more space. The question is on the commercial front, um... Commercial real estate's been pretty resilient. One of the problems that I have is most of the commercial real estate I see in my life is in the Bay Area. When I get to Raleigh, North Carolina, or Alexandria, Virginia, or um, Hoboken, New Jersey, I do take a look at the commercial real estate to see how it's held up. I've got a neighbor who, he knows fence prices. He's like, well, last time I did a fence, it was about, oh, good God, and it does 18 cubic square feet, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's probably up to 36 by now because it's been 20 years, so it's probably looking at like a $70,000 fence kind of thing. Like, he could do all that in his head. I don't remember fence pricing. I remember commercial real estate for some reason much better because probably that's the world I work in. But properties that house hospitality or retail, are going to be a, a big story. There's um, going to be some opportunistic investment situations. Some of these asset classes are going to be massive underperformers. Commercial real estate properties had a 2.29% delinquency rate on mortgage loans in April. That was up from 2.07, 2.07 to 2.229. It's not crazy, but it is the largest jump in three years. Again, I don't know that market terribly well. You're telling me 25 basis points could be the largest jump in three years? Yeah. With the country under lockdown, traveling virtually ceased, hotel demand down 42% in April compared to last year. Some 2.7% of hotels and motels are defaulting on their loans. That's up to 1.5% in March. Highest jump in delinquencies in over three years. Again, some areas are going to get hit hard and some areas are going to come roaring back. Um, The areas that are taking the biggest hits are areas that are vacation spots. Atlantic City, New Jersey. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Las Vegas, Nevada. Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Wilmington, North Carolina. So... If I've gotten too nitty-gritty for you and not you haven't walked out with a definitive feeling on commercial real estate, it probably tells me that you shouldn't be buying commercial real estate. Um, it just won't make obvious sense. Will cubicles go now extend to the roof post-COVID? Maybe. I don't think so. Um, it's a very resilient market, but it does need some pauses after 10 up years. Pauses, refresh, they don't kill. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money investing and more. I talked a little bit about some virtual events being canceled. And I talked about Electronic Arts sending out a messaging that they stand by the African American black community of friends, colleagues, and partners. Um, Nike's posting messages like that. I think I saw every NBA player last night at, at protest on the news. It was almost like the NBA and the NFL said, go on, get out there, be seen by your community and, and protest and, and say positive messages about how we're, we stand by you. Doesn't that seem like there was a quarterback who got like fired a couple years ago for taking the knee? Wow, things do change, right? Demon known versus demon unknown. This isn't our first political unrest. A police officer took a knee at a crowd yesterday and the crowd cheered him. A quarterback takes a knee in a football game, and the owners blacklist him. I think he's been blacklisted. You may agree, you may not, but two of his four seasons in the NFL, he was at the Super Bowl. The other one, he was at the game before the Super Bowl. That's not bad. And again, I warned you, don't listen to my football problems, <laughs> so I could be wrong on that. Anyhow, anyway, stay calm, people. Um, I'm here to guide you. Markets are okay. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.